0: Welcome to Dazer Update for September 19th, 2021. I'm your host, Chris Soloji. And I'm Brandon Parking. And yeah, this is the rare week where we are short on people and news. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not much happened this past week. No, mostly just uh, one uh, really
1: big surprise release that happened, and uh, one release that ended up surpassing uh, previous sales numbers, basically.
0: So, yeah, uh there's one big release that we're not going to talk about cuz none of us have played it. Deathle. I uh, heard cool things. I oh, heard, heard about great things
1: it. and I would love to play it, but uh I my PC
0: is basically a potato and I don't have a PS5 yet. So and from what I've seen on the uh Steam reviews, uh even people that have high-end PCs are having issues. Yeah. with it. So Everybody's screwed if you don't have a PS5. Seems Pretty much. Like. So I'm sure there's going to be conspiracies about Sony wanting Bethesda to undermine their own PC version, which is like they're already good enough at doing that themselves for free. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just didn't have it in the the budget to grab that. I thought about mm-hmm. getting the PC version because it's I can get it for like under fifty bucks on her Steam. Uh, mm-hmm. But then saw those reviews like. All right, I won't get this on uh, launch. I'll get it later when it's cheaper. Mm-hmm. This about as the game. It'll get cheaper. Yeah. Uh, what else came out this past week? I was just looking at the list. Yeah, there's a couple things we'll talk about in the. Uh, there's some Game Pass news. We got mm-hmm. some, some firmware update news. It's exciting for two of the three big platforms out there. Yeah. Uh. In pure Nintendo form, they made sure that uh, they only add one new feature with an update, Mm. never two, because that is too much to give to their fans for how well that system sells. Uh, We got some delay news. A couple of games got Mm. delayed. Uh, We got some sales news, uh, some dev news, and some other stuff going on. So nothing really huge here. It'll probably be a pretty short show, at least compared to our two-hour shows, but yeah, uh, that's good. You should use that uh, extra time to get to playing something. Yeah, Yeah.
1: because there's plenty of good stuff to be playing right right now, some of which we've been playing
0: ourselves. Yeah, too much. Yeah, so let's see. We'll get to what we've been playing, and I'll kick it off here. Uh, I've been playing Fortnite's their new season, season eight, Mm -hmm. or chapter two, season eight, I guess technically. Uh, so the big thing is yeah. that the the ship has been destroyed, the alien ship. Uh, mm-hmm. It's sitting off in the ocean off to the side of the map. Uh, parts of it have crashed into the island and a bunch of cubes that I guess from what I have uh, read uh, the cubes are slowly making their way to the center of the map. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> uh, but uh, they're doing a lot of cool stuff with this Season, uh, and despite this, the whole ending sequence being like the ship getting destroyed and everybody crashing to the island, there's not as much of it that's been destroyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few areas, and there's this whole—I forget what the the whole thing is. There's like a big, uh, swirling like dome that appears in a random part of the map, and you go in mm-hmm. there and you kill like these alien golem looking dudes Mm -hmm. uh but you can also have you know other people run in and kill you while you're doing that
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, so there's
0: some weird stuff with that i think if you do that well enough like kill as many as there is in there or whatever you get a Mm -hmm. special new rifle it's called like the sideways rifle i guess it might be the sideways area whatever Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's like a a neat thing that's in there that you can go do. yeah, there's, oh, uh, what else? Yes, there's no real aliens in the map anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, alien stuff, really. Uh, there's still the IO, which is sort of the, the force that was trying to com- combat the aliens. I don't know. Uh, but their outposts are largely abandoned. Seems like it's random which ones mm-hmm. they're in. So I had some quests like, oh, go, go kill two of them. I kept going to Mm -hmm. them, and there was nothing there. And I was like, what the hell's going on? Uh, So Hmm. typical Fortnite fashion. Just Google it, and there's 50,000 articles each week about whatever these quests are about when you're you're confused about what the hell they're asking you to do.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Which I kind of wish they would maybe explain in the game. Yeah. Would that be violence against the the general Fortnite articles that get written regularly? Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the one big change they've made is that the way that you get quests is now completely different uh, before you would just get a huge list of things to do mm-hmm. and you would try to do your best to remember a handful of them that you could do in a match mm-hmm. uh, that kind of thing but here they've given you a essentially like a quest log that you can uh, assign them to
1: Yeah, you have your
0: daily, you have weekly and you have ones that are assigned to different characters, which is not new, because uh, you would see portraits next to them. Those would be tied to certain characters. Uh, yeah. But now they kind of more physically tied to them, because you have to go to them on the map to queue up their quest line, which they call a punch card. Uh, which I don't know how many people under the age of 30 know what a punch card is, ah. uh, which is when when... I usually knew it from like gas stations where you get drinks from. Yeah. It was like, oh, here's a card. You get the the big gulp or whatever their equivalent is. Yeah. Uh, they punch punch a thing on the card. And after like mm-hmm. five or ten or whatever, uh, you get a free one. Yep. Like what like what your apps do now for fast food places and all that. was like I get these points and you can spend it on a free food item or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was a physical thing back in the day. Yeah.
1: I think Subway used to do
0: it when they were early on Mm for getting their, like, footlongs or whatever. Uh, So it's sort of like that, where it's a series of five quests that escalates. Uh, Mm. I don't know if there are multiples for each of the characters, because some of the daily quests are usually like, I'll do three quests from this one person, Mm -hmm. Uh, stuff like that. So uh, you can only track five of those punch cards at once. There's like mm. 10 to 10 to 12 characters, might be more that get added over time. Mm. Uh, so you can't really like do what I would like to do, which is like track X amount, you know, five of them at once. Mm. So now you kind of can, but you don't necessarily know what quest you're going to get from the different characters other than just looking at the descriptions like, Oh, this one's probably related to, you know, hunting the random creatures that are on the Island. Or this one's has to be tied to like the sideways killing those weird alien golem things or whatever. Uh, so, and if you try to get you know a sixth person, it'll ask you to overwrite one of the others, sort of stop hmm. progressing on that that character's punch card kind of thing. And you can only track one of those five, so that it shows on the screen under the the mini map as like, oh here's here's the thing you're tracking. And I was like. I want all of them. They're not like that complicated of things to track. I don't think there's Mm -hmm. any reason why you couldn't have that other than they're worried about screen real estate, which I don't think is that big of a deal in Fortnite anyway. Uh, There's so many times I get, you know, surprised by enemies uh, shooting at me and they're just missing every single shot. And I pop like five or six shots and I kill them Mm -hmm. because I'm actually doing a good job of aiming. Uh, so, yeah, that's it's a good way, good thing that they're trying to manage that, because it's kind of been a mess since Fortnite started with the Battle Royale stuff. Mm. Uh, so that's good. I don't know that this is the, the best implementation, so hopefully maybe later in the season or next season they find the, the sweet spot for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, having to find the characters, which they let you pin it on the map, you just click on the character's. Uh, punch card and it'll uh, auto place where they're at on the map so you don't necessarily have to go blind or google it where they're at so that's good at least but you still have to go and activate it on the map which is uh, a way to I don't know it's kind Mm -hmm. of a a bit too much to ask of you I think so ultimately good for the season Uh, they did add a new creature on the map It's Mm -hmm. uh, raptors, like velociraptors. So they're Mm -hmm. kind of freaky. They'll just chase after you much more aggressively than the others would. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's wolves and boars, I think, are the other ones. The boars kind of don't give a shit, but the wolves will also chase you. Uh, But the raptors seem like the ultimate thing to chase you. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're very much in the Jurassic Park mold of having that same kind of look and I had him running through the water and it's like, Jesus Christ, get away from me. Uh, So yeah. That's Fortnite's The Battle Pass, the the end of the 100 levels of the Battle Pass is Carnage of Marvel fame. And I think if you get to uh, the second set of Battle Pass stuff after that first 100 levels, it's uh, maximum Carnage. Mm-hmm. You get another skin for for Carnage to do that. So some neat stuff there. Uh the other thing they've done is XP is uh outside of the punch card stuff is basically at like one tenth of what it was before. Mm-hmm. Uh the last season, anything you would do, you know, opening up chests, surviving to the next wave, the next circle, whatever, uh uh getting kills, all the kind of stuff, you got max massive amounts of XP. So people, mm-hmm. I guess we're getting to the end of the uh, the battle pass, the hundred levels, pretty fast. Uh, so it seems like they have really kind of made it harder to uh, speed through it right now, outside of just mm-hmm. doing the doing the quests. Uh, so there's some good in that, but I also liked, you know, not necessarily having to rely on the the quest to progress uh, the battle pass. So yeah some good, some bad, I think mostly good for this, yeah. so there's that uh been playing some more lake stream thats the other day uh I think I'm about two thirds of the way through it now, having streamed it twice about mm-hmm. four hours or so. Uh, I think I'm like one more stream away from finishing it uh there's it's progressed a good bit now, where there's been some romance stuff showing up uh mm-hmm. some other like drama going on involving the one other carrier mail carrier that you know of potentially mm-hmm. getting in trouble with the uh, the government since the post office you know is a federal uh division mm-hmm. essentially uh there's some weird stuff going on there yep uh what else that's been kind of mostly it. it's uh so it's been fun, uh, get some good conversations where you're just talking to people, uh, especially like friends she had back in high school that uh, she kind of left behind as she went to college and all that, right? Um, so this is some good stuff there. Uh, looking forward to putting some more time into that. Probably stream it again this week and hopefully beat it. We'll see. Mm-hmm. All right, so there's that. Uh, been playing more Cookie Clicker. Uh, oh, yeah kind of wild playing this after playing a bunch of other clicker and idle games because this is a game that is not fast on the progression like modern ones are been playing it for uh, trying to see what the stat is here five days nine hours I've only ascended once I'll be ascending another time at some point soon but uh, it's a very slow thing but they've also added a lot of weird stuff so now there's these sugar lumps that grow just constantly mm-hmm. uh, and once they do there's like a few more hours you have to wait before they ripen and then fall. I had one that was bifurcated, which means they have yeah. like a 50 percent chance of giving you two of them, which apparently I didn't because I have one right now Ges mm-hmm. uh, use, use those to level up the different things you can buy it's so like uh the cursors or the the grandmas, farms, mines, whatever, to increase the production Mm -hmm. they get out of it, cookies per second out of it.
1: Mm. Uh, And
0: I guess once you do that to the farms, then you get this garden thing that can happen, which is where you can uh, harvest, plant seeds in this other plot Mm -hmm. of land to grow certain things. I don't know what the hell the point of this is. It just seems like another thing. I don't know. It's weird. And I don't engage with it very much because it, it confuses me. And yeah. I don't need that much I don't need that much out of the out of this game. Uh there'd be yeah. more layers even before I get to the weird parts of the game. Right. So yeah, there's that. Uh yeah, that's kinda that. The the ridiculous thing is it has uh steam achievements. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about five hundred and thirty two steam achievements. Yep, it does. And the, the guy that made this game uh, gets weird with the names of some of them. I'm trying to find the one I saw. Yeah. Oh, yeah, here's the one. There's really no hard limit to how long these achievement names can be. And to be quite honest, I'm rather curious to see how far we can go. Adolphus yeah. W. Green, 1844 to 1917, started as the principal of the Groton School in 1864. By 1865, he became second assistant librarian at the New York Mercantile Library. From 1867 to 1869, he was promoted to full librarian. From 1869 to 1873, he worked for Everts, South Made, mm-hmm. and Choate, a law firm co-founded by William M. Everts, Charles Ferdinand, South Maid, and Joseph Hodges Choate. He was admitted to the New York State Bar Association in 1873. Anyway, how's oh. your day been? That's the entire title <laughs> of the achievement. Yep. So there's others. Yeah, they have fun with it. <laughs> There's one here that says, Cookie Clicker forever and forever, 100 years Cookie Clicker all day long, forever, forever, 100 times, over and over, Cookie oh. CookieClickerAdventures.com And another one here says, and now for my next trick, I'll need a volunteer from the audience. Uh, that one's for 300 Wizard Towers. Again, this game gets weird. And that's not even the weird parts, really. Oh. Uh, yeah, dude, what if we're all living in a simulation? Like, what if we're all just code on a computer somewhere? That's apparently getting 450 JavaScript consoles. Mm. A flash game, essentially. So yeah, Cookie Clicker is weird. That's what it is. Uh, five bucks on Steam for that. Uh, let's see, Power Watch Simulator, the the new big update that added four new jobs. Uh, I did the last two. Uh, the third mm-hmm. one was a like a mining vehicle, but more like the one that you would use, like binding to the center of the earth uh, that you get to yeah. kind of wash off, which was pretty neat because you got to get really in there on the, the tracks that it has. Mm. Uh, so that is uh, that a pretty good one, especially because it has like uh, ore on it, which is not mm-hmm. a normal thing you usually clean off. But yeah, usually if you just, you know, get a good uh, powerful stream on it, uh, anything will come off. If you're patient enough or you just use the specific... Uh, cleaners that are for, you know, whatever. But I just use the the water because I'm cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the fourth one is a monk's temple. But apparently one that gets covered in like cow shit and all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you get hired to do this uh, clean it up before the monks get back. Because it's just been yeah. such disrepair. Uh, which was a pretty good wash. Uh, it's got a lot of uh, ducks and crannies in it that's a little bit hard to get to, but it was a it was a pretty good pretty good time there. So uh, a good update overall. They're already teasing what the the next set of levels will be, so that'll be interesting to see. And the other game I've been playing is Euro Truck Simulator Two. Uh, yep. I finished visiting all the towns in uh, Great Britain and uh, Scotland. You can go up north a bit on there, so. There was that. And then I finally made my way to France. Mm. Uh, never really been to many of the big cities. I think I mainly visited like Rennes and some of the the cities that are directly south of Great Britain. Mm-hmm. So nothing really too big there. But uh, the nice thing is once you get out of Great Britain in France, you're driving on the right side of the road. The American yeah. side. So it's like, oh, good. I can stop trying to remember... <laughs> uh, which ways I'm turning without crossing the street? Uh, mm-hmm. you do that to the left uh in Great Britain, and that's right in France. Mm-hmm. France also lets you drive a little bit faster, so that's good, even if my Enough. truck cannot necessarily get that fast, so that's been the the bulk of what I've been playing, so Brandon, how about you?
1: Well, um, I'm still playing and almost finished with uh, Psychonauts. Um, I'm now at the very last world in the game um, that famously takes place. It It's kind of infamous in the game community because, for one thing, it's basically pure nightmare fuel. And for the other thing, it is also infuriatingly difficult in ways that should not be be difficult. Um, so basically the last part of the game is called the Meat Circus, and it's called that because uh, Rasputin, you know, the character you've been playing this whole game, his backstory is that he was originally from a circus family, and uh, towards the end of the game, uh, there's this plot I and I think I mentioned this uh, on last weekend, there's this plot from the villain who's trying to get all the brains of all these psychic kids that's at the psychic summer camp, that the game is mostly taking place in, and then to put the brains into these large autonomous war tanks that can then be used to uh, fight wars. Um, but what's funny about this is that, and this is sort of how like the last part of the game they. Basically, happens. Um, Well, uh, the uh, way that the um, that the uh, the the brains are taken is not through some kind of like clever extraction or you know mechanism or nothing. No, it's by a very very powerful sneezing power. And at some point uh, after the next the last boss fight. Uh, Raz ends up getting exposed to that really awful sneezing powder and sneezes out his brain. Um, Which basically turns Raz's body into a zombie, but the thing is, because he's still a really powerful sidekick, Raz can still use his psychic powers to basically flop his brain around. And he uses it to flop... Into the large giant tank that was the uh, last, well, it was the uh, the last. But uh, next, the last boss that was using it, and it ends up mixing with uh, that particular that uh, particular tank, and it ends up intertwining the mental world that Raz has with the world of the boss. And the thing about the about about the main boss is that he in his past, his dad was a butcher which means there's an awful lot of meat imagery. So, yeah, it's basically pure nightmare fuel. Um, there's also this really notoriously difficult, like, rail grinding sequence that is, oh, just damn near impossible to work with. It, it It's really just trial and error, 100%. But um, other than that, uh, also playing Tales of Arise... Um, Still uh, uh, getting through that, through the beginning of that. Uh, and like I said last time, I'm just already from the beginning, this game is graphically miles ahead of every Tales game that has come before. It looks absolutely gorgeous. It is also a hell of a lot grimmer than any Tales game to this point. Um, and, you know, once I get more into it, and I'm guessing I'm also writing the review, uh, we'll get, I'll reveal more, but, um, and then other than that, um, also because, well, we'll be talking about this a little bit, I'm also playing Deltarune, because the uh, second chapter came out, and uh, that's about it.
0: <laughs> All right, so yeah, uh, we'll be getting to uh, the news in a sec, we'll talk a little bit about new releases, mm-hmm. because September has been Murderer's Row of releases. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah yeah there is for this week let me we get to this uh kena bridge of spirits mm-hmm. uh p s five i think p s four and p c
1: yeah and uh so this be out. Been, yeah this this is the one that has kind of kind of the uh kind of the Pixar aesthetic to it and people have really been looking forward to it hope it lives up to it
0: yeah looking forward to seeing how that turns out. Uh, also this week, Lost Judgment. Mm-hmm. The long-awaited second chapter in the Judgment series. Mm. We're kind of the Yakuza team is basically saying this is going to keep the sort of Yakuza style of beat-em-up combat uh, going for the time being. All Yakuza kind of be, uh, continues to be more of a turn-based RBG mm-hmm. like a uh, Yakuza 7. So mm-hmm. there's that. Uh, let's see. Hopefully Sega continues to remember how to spell that name. Mm-hmm. There's that Sonic uh, stream they did earlier in the summer where uh, they kept adding an extra E to Judgment. Yep. Despite the logo showing exactly how it's supposed to be spelled. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's uh, some Neeper. Uh, People understand what games they're trying to push. Mm -hmm. But yeah, let's see. Uh, There's also Sable. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about that in a a minute, as it's going to be available on Game Pass uh, for Mm -hmm. Xbox and PC. So you can check that out. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then there's Death Stranding Director's Cut, bringing some extra goodies to that original game to uh, hopefully make it more appealing to. Uh, the people that maybe didn't get into the original,
1: yeah, because uh, the they're adding like more action elements, more firearms
0: and stuff like that. But ways to get around without necessarily doing it the hardcore style, I guess that you call the original. Yeah, which on the
1: one hand, you know, I understand why they do it because the original is very um, can be a little. Uh, a bit of a slog at first going, but the thing is, it also kind of defeats the purpose of the original game, because the whole sort of point of the original game is that you are collectively sort of building something, you know, and, you know, you're not try- trying to kill anything, because killing something in the world of Death Stranding can have very catastrophic consequences. Um, But, yeah. you know, I, I, I guess
0: we'll think about goon. Uh, yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see how much the some of these, like, wackier elements, especially as like, racing stuff mm-hmm. you can do, set up tracks for racing. Because mm-hmm. why not? You got the vehicles, you got the tracks, Want to add this, like, racing element to it? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, but that'll be just a $10 upgrade for people that already own it on PS4 uh, mm-hmm. to play it on PS5, so... I think that's a pretty good price, so I'll probably be at least getting that. Uh, Maybe uh, Kena as well, because that's only a $40 game. Mm -hmm. I can see here that'll be out on Tuesday, so looking forward to that. Lost Judgment is also Tuesday, so great. Mm So I went to all the big games coming out on Fridays to Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. Make up your fucking mind. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Okay. I forgot to sort this. Okay, there we go. Yeah, so those are uh, some of the big releases coming out this week. Uh, but mm-hmm. let's get to some other stuff. Uh, game Pass announced what the, the rest of the month is going to be for September. Yeah, and they uh, got some go. choice ones here. Yeah, stuff that's already available now. There's Flynn, Son of Crisp, Crimson. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a They call it a 2D action platformer. I don't know mm. if it's a Metroid-y kind of game. Or Mm -hmm. if it's just more of an action, like a side-scrolling action game, I don't know.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, So there's that. Uh, I Am Fish. Uh, That is from, I forget who that is from, I think it's maybe Mm -hmm. Curve Digital? Publishing that? No, Bossa Studios. That is Curve Digital and Bossa Studios. Mm -hmm. Bossa Studios, makers of Surgeon Simulator. I Am Bread, that kind of stuff for all your weird fucking games, but this one seems a little bit less weird. As you're mm-hmm. kind of a uh, fish in a bowl, uh, getting around, mm-hmm. uh, doing that kind of stuff, maybe a bit more monkey ball ish kind of thing. Uh, let's see, there's Skatebird, the skateboarding game featuring various cute birds. Mm-hmm. I think that's also out on Switch, uh, PC, and Xbox. So, mm-hmm. uh, you can get that on the console and PC game passes. I haven't tried that out yet. Apparently they've made the gameplay a bit more Tony Hawkish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember playing the demo and be like, I wish this was Tony Hawkish because it feels very weird. So I'm mm. curious to play some, some of that. Uh there's Super Liminal, which is a weird sort of uh first person puzzle game. Sort of uh maybe portal ish, but instead of you know solving you know like uh more straightforward puzzles, I guess. Uh, portal would uh-huh. be. This one's more about kind of spatial puzzles. Uh-huh. Uh, perspective, optical illusion kind of things uh, where you're able to manipulate the way you're holding objects to uh, make them maybe much bigger, much smaller to let you through uh-huh. areas. Let's uh, see. So there's Origami 2. A sequel to a series that or the the first game which I played a bit of which was sort of a stealth uh, adventure uh-huh. kind, kind of game. Some combat there. You're trying to sneak around Take out enemies without you know getting alerted, mm-hmm. uh, that kind of stuff. But uh, hopefully the sequel's a bit better because that was that's an alright game. That first one uh, it seems like it has co-op now, As uh, so you can play with a friend. Uh, let's mm. see what else is here. Like uh, that's the stuff that's available now. Uh, available later this week. There's Lost Words Beyond the Page. I forget if that's one that Dan Reb talked about a while ago. Mm. I could double check in this. Okay, yeah, he, he has talked about it before, so that is going to be on Game Pass for console and PC if you want to check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of a narrative adventure game. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Sable, which we mentioned earlier, is kind of a uh, from what I played in the demo, like a neat sort of exploration puzzle kind of game. Uh, you get like a yeah. A hover bike that you can sort of uh, ride around to go to different areas, solve puzzles. There's some, mm-hmm. like, platforming stuff to it, but it's not really yeah, like a 3D platformer, but it's just more of a, a way to get around. Mm-hmm. So There's, like, a little bit of Breath of the Wild in there, a little bit of, uh, I don't know what else to co- compare it to, but it has a really nice style to it. Yeah. yeah. So is that... That is uh, September 23rd. That in Lost Words, also the 23rd, Subnautica below zero. Oh. Uh, just sort of the follow up to Subnautica, as you're on a planet that is, uh, or at least the, I guess the same planet from the original game, mm-hmm. uh, that has a, uh, at least in the areas areas you're at, uh, a lot colder, uh, more frigid stuff going on. Uh, so you have to very much worry about temperatures uh when you're getting around that kind of stuff. Some new cute creatures, maybe less of the uh terrifying stuff that was in the original game, but maybe pushes that off into the later parts of the game. Uh so there's mm-hmm. that. You can check that out on the twenty third. That is a Thursday. Also on the twenty third, Tainted Grail Conquest. Mm. That's just on PC. Uh, deck-building, roguelike, and RPG. Oh. Uh, create your own combos out of hundreds of cards and learn how to survive in a dark, unforgiving world shrouded by a mysterious deadly force known as the Weirdness. W-Y-R-D-D-N-E-S-S. So. so yeah, there's uh that. That's all available this week. Uh, next week, there's Lemniscate, console and PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, That is a... I think it's a, I think it's a first-person shooter. Uh, but you kind of have, they say, mind-bending 4D battles. Yeah. As you're kind of taking shots at enemies uh, and sort of manipulating time, almost like, what was it, Super Time Force? Or mm. that was the whole kind of thing where you're shooting enemies, and then when you get killed, he plays like a new character that joins and is able to kill enemies that, maybe the enemy that, you know, killed your first form, that kind of oh. thing, and then you able to keep progressing, all that kind of stuff. But in like a first-person space instead of uh, a sort of 2D side-scrolling thing that Super Time Force was. Mm -hmm. And I guess this has multiplayer in it as well. I don't know if it's only multiplayer, because I thought it had single-player as well. But that'll be out the 28th. Uh, The 30th, Astria Ascending, console and PC. PC. Uh, That's the Mm -hmm. sort of JRPG uh, with some really good-looking visuals to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's also coming to Switch and PS4 and PS5 as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's that. Uh, There's Unsighted, also on September 30th. Mm -hmm. Let's see. The few androids that remain are running out of anima, the energy that gives all robots consciousness. It's up to you, Alma, to save your friends from becoming unsighted. Sort of the vast ruins of Arcadia. Using every tool you can find, time is ticking. They need you. I have no clue what kind of game that is, mm-hmm. but it sounds neat. You check yeah. it out on the thirtieth, and then next Friday, Phoenix Point, which mm-hmm. I think is yeah, sort of the XCOM like, uh, where you got a, an alien menace threatening the last remnants of mankind on Earth, ravaged by the Pandora virus. Yep. Yeah. You know, if you can imagine a virus ravaging the earth, uh, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> who knows? Bro. Well, it's just it's uh, it's just so out there. It's a concept I can't grasp. Yeah. Ugh. But
0: yeah, uh, I guess these are new versions uh, for Xbox. Mm. So you can check that out uh, for that. So there's that. Yeah, mm. don't check on what else is on here. Nothing really, just some perks and some stuff if you need that. Yeah. So yeah, that's Game Pass. Some nice stuff there. Look forward to checking mm-hmm. it out. Uh yeah, yesterday, last night I ended up going through my Game Pass app on PC and deleting everything. Mm-hmm. Uh to clear it out and re-download the things that I actually wanted on it, which was yeah. very fun. I think I was trying to download uh solitaire and it kept mm-hmm. giving me errors for some random reason. I could never yeah. figure it out and I just gave up on it. Uh, So there's that. Uh, What else do we have here? I'm all the way down here on the dock. Okay. Yeah, Deltarune Chapter 2 released this week. Uh, The creator of this, Toby Fox, sort of hinted at some sort of thing happening this week. uh, Then revealed Mm it was the second chapter of Deltarune. And sort of a nice little message. He mentioned that it's going to be free because, you know, Shit's been going on all year, and yeah, I figured this would be something that he could do to uh, help people out instead of sort mm-hmm. of charging for it. Because I think the the original plan was sort of give out chapter one for free and then charge for anything else that he adds to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it seems like now he's uh just making chapter two free because you know shit's been rough out there. Yeah. So is it kind of more the same gameplay wise mm-hmm. of what Undertale was and yep. Deltarune? Well new Deltarune story and all that? is sort of
1: Well, Deltarune gameplay wise is somewhat different from uh the original in that it's more of a like full on party RPG. Like you, you know, you've got You're not just by yourself, like in the original. You've actually got a party with you. Um, Okay. And uh, it's still, like, you know, turn-based. And, you know, each member of your party can choose, you know, what their actions are. Um, And basically, like, your, you you know, your party is made up of you, who is, um, you know, just whatever the game calls you. Um, then there's Susie, who is sort of like your muscle, and she has an axe, and so yeah, she's primarily an, you know, action brute force type, and then there's Ralsei, who is your magician, and he does, you know, magic and healing, and and healing actions as well. Um, and then, uh, but it's still also kind of like Undertale in that when the opponent attacks you, it still uses the, uh... The old sort of bullet hell thing where you're piloting the little heart that represents your hitbox and trying to avoid these elaborate attacks. Um, They're kind but of like Yeah. Um, and also, there's a, a, a thing that's kind of something that they did in the original Undertale, which they call it grazing, which is where you sort of get up to, you don't, you don't. Don't get so close to the attack that's coming to you that it actually hits and connects with you, but you get it so that it just kind of glances off. And when you do it, it gets you uh, turn, turn points that you can use to uh, use more advanced actions like spells or actions that will help you uh, sort of tire out or tame whatever enemy you have so you can spare. Because much like in Undertale, there's this whole thing about trying to make sure that the character you're you're fighting against, you know, you want to kill as, as little people as possible. Um, At least, and, if you want the good those, ending, I guess. Well, I mean, technically, there isn't an ending yet. <laughs> uh, there's that both. A conclusion? The, 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 yeah, there's there isn't really a conclusion just yet. There's still like three more chapters to come out, um, yeah. but the um, um, story-wise, it's people sometimes call it the se- the spiritual sequel to Undertale. That's kind of not a good name for it because it's not a pure sequel, but it's also not necessarily unlike Undertale either. It's got most of the main characters from Undertale. Most of them have the same names. Most of them even have the same personality, but there's little changes here and there to show you that this is not the same universe as undertale was some of the essential things have been um changed and at first when you start the game it kind of gives you this uh illusion that it might actually be a sequel because you know it at the end of the good sort of ending you know the pacifist ending for the original undertale is that you know all monsters underground get to go up to the above-ground world and lead normal lives, and the way this game is, is you end up living in a neighborhood with all these monsters, but it also becomes very quickly these are not the same people that you met in Undertale, and there are some essential things that have changed. Uh, But it's still got, you know, all the charm of the original Undertale, it's got all the great, incredible character design, it's still got the humor to it that can sometimes be just balls-to-the-wall funny, and sometimes it's just kind of off, off-beat. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's damn good. Um, and, I mean, it's free, so, I mean, what excuse do you have? Uh, there's this pandemic thing that's been going on. Yeah, which, uh...
0: I just wanted to the original game, too.
1: Yeah, uh, that's actually the reason why he released why he released it, why he released Chapter 2 for free, because he was like, you know, everybody had been dealing with this COVID shit. You know, I thought everyone could use Pick Me Up. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, uh, let's get to some firmware news. Mm-hmm. Uh, the PS5's September system software update is out now, uh, includes the much anticipated mm-hmm. uh, unlock of support for M2 SSD storage expansion stuff. Uh, you can get mm-hmm. a decent variety of options out there prices are still fairly high though some of the uh, one terabyte options are uh, in pretty good prices at least compared to the Xbox expansion where they that was two hundred twenty I saw some mm-hmm. of the one terabyte stuff for the ps5 is that like 180 right now mm mm-hmm. uh, that might be 180 without the heat sink, which I don't think is much more, like 10, 15 bucks more mm-hmm. for that. So you got you got some options there. Uh, some people seem to be going all out and getting the four terabytes, which are near like 900 to thousand dollars, mm. which is a little bit much, but uh, you know, get what you want. That's mm-hmm. uh, why there's why it's there now. Uh, it seems like it acts as, you know, like an extension of the PS5's internal storage mm-hmm. uh, for the most part. So I don't think it separates it out in the uh, the library listings, uh, yeah. unlike the way that the Xbox does it. Mm-hmm. Or if you have the SSD extor- uh, expansion there, it'll list that as a separate thing you can look at mm-hmm. instead of them being kind of melded together uh, for that. So that's some nice stuff there. Uh, Let's see. What else does it have here? Uh, There is. See, yeah, they've updated the game library and home screen stuff. So that's if it's the PS4 version, you'll see a PS4 logo under the game's name. Uh, Same for PS5 version. Uh, The PS4 logo is like a black with white text versus the PS5 being white with black text. Yeah, it's a little easier to separate them. Understand, mm-hmm. and I don't think they are sort of installed in the same square now. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas before, you had to click on the, the thing to check versions and sort of switch over to the other version if you wanted to, wanted that one instead. If you had both installed for whatever reason, yeah. So, there's that. Uh, let's see, PlayStation Now resolution selector and connection test tool. So, mm-hmm. you now have. 1080p streams on that stuff for uh, the games that support it, uh, so you can do that as well as test your connection to make sure you know you have the one that can make 1080p work well. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, I oh, yeah, automatic capture of personal best videos. So for the games that have like the leaderboards on the OS level, like uh, Astro's Playroom, that kind of stuff, uh, you can have it capture video clips for you when you uh Mm -hmm. feature high score uh that kind of stuff make it easier to sort of share it with others that you're beating uh there's a trophy Mm. tracker now so you can select up to five trophies per game to highlight so that when you can look at it and be like oh yeah these are the ones i want to go for uh that kind of stuff Mm. Uh, there's 3d audio support for built-in tv speakers Mm -hmm. Before, this was limited to headsets, so now it's sort of opening up to those playing their audio out of their TV speakers. So Mm -hmm. there's that. Uh, Players of the Pulse 3D wireless headset now have access to equalizer settings within sound controls, so you can mess with that some more if you want to. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, The PlayStation Remote Play app can now be uh, streamed over mobile networks. So Mm -hmm. before, I think it was limited to Wi-Fi, but now you can do it over your mobile network if it's good enough for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's that. And and it seems like there should be an update as well for the PS4. So you can view your PS5 trophies on the PS4. uh, And party owners can uh, disband a party if there are people on both systems. Mm-hmm. Uh, without having to just kick everybody out individually.
1: Yeah.
0: I think they also allow you to turn off the notification thing for when you take screenshots. Mm-hmm. So you don't necessarily have to wait until it goes away to take another clean screenshot. So there's a, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff here for people to uh, enjoy. Hopefully something good here for everybody out there. Yep. Uh quite a lot of stuff people have been wanting. hmm So there's that. Uh then the Switch got an update as well that added yes, it did. uh the ability to uh Bluetooth, Bluetooth has headsets to the yep. to the thing to listen to, which apparently is not very good because the uh the particular codec they're using, whatever it is, uh does not it's not a very low latency version. Yeah. Of it. yeah, exactly. So people that are audiophiles will be annoyed, and those that don't uh-huh. care will be happy. Because mm-hmm. they don't have to hook up an actual headset to it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the only knock is there's no uh, audio input; it's only output. Mm. So you can't do a mic through this to chat yeah. with people. So there's Mm. still issues there. And I guess if you're using the Bluetooth audio, you can only hook up two wireless controllers to the system. Hmm. So you can't do like the full four that you could before. Yep. And you cannot use Bluetooth audio when you're using local wireless communication to play against somebody else locally with another Mm -hmm. switch. So there's some caveats to that. I guess the other things added is an update dock option because there is going to be that OLED model uh, out in a few Mm. weeks. That's to support that. So there'll be software updates for the dock itself. Mm. Since that has a LAN port and all that. Yeah. This feature was not added to the Nintendo Switch Lite, which is duh, because it doesn't have a dock. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. Maintain internet connection in sleep mode. So there's that. If you're trying to download stuff and it's uh not working so well in sleep mode that'll hopefully make that better for you
1: yeah hopefully
0: and the method to initiate uh calibrating control sticks has been changed Mm. so there's that Mm. yeah so not much there no tooth audio for people that have been wanting that but as has been the case one mm-hmm. good thing gets added in any updates, if even that. Yeah. Otherwise, you Two might just get... toward avatars. one step
1: back. Yeah.
0: So here's new Pretty avatars. Much. Like, great. Good, that's what we needed. Yay! Not folders or anything. Mm-hmm. Like that. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, let's get to some uh, stuff that is, hasn't already happened. Uh, there's Darkest Dungeon 2. Yeah, uh, It's going to be hitting early access here in the Epic Games Store on October 26th. Yes, it is. Uh, I'm relatively excited
1: now. for it. Uh, I'm relatively excited. I played the original. Did you play the original?
0: Yeah, this is depressing as hell. It is
1: a dreary... It is relentlessly dreary. But It's a roguelike that doesn't
0: addictive. get me excited... To keep playing yeah. it when I hook up a bunch of people.
1: It is it is one of those games that will mercilessly beat you down the further you get into it. Um, Whereas I play Hades,
0: I'm like, okay, I can do better next time. Or is just like, Jesus Christ, why do I even try? I'm just yeah. ruining all these people's lives. Mm-hmm.
1: It's basically, it's you going into the underworld um, with a party of adventurers who are slowly going insane. As, you know, the further they go in, like you legit have to make sure that they are mentally fit going in because eventually uh, it will start affecting uh, their stats. And so, you know, yep. when you want to help them, you know, in the overworld, you can basically send them to various places to uh, unwind or, you know, get treatment, or you can just send them to the whorehouse, like, you know, why not?
0: You send your alcoholic to the bar? Yeah. (laughs) you can ruin their lives or help them out? Yeah. Or let them Uh, die and then hope the new crew helps you out.
1: Yeah. Because, uh, you know, life is cheap in that game. (laughs) Um, it is, however, uh, had one hell of an aesthetic, though. That sort of, um, Mike Magnolia-style art, Hellboy-style
0: of art that, uh, Honestly, really worked for it. Yeah. Seems like they're doing more of that, so that's good. So that'll be out here in about a month or so. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What is not coming out in about a month or so is Battlefield 2042. Nope, that is coming in November. Yeah, it was going to hit in October. uh, Now it's been pushed to November 19th, the last possible Mm -hmm. uh, sort of week before... Thanksgiving? hmm So, hey, hopefully that works, especially because they've been putting a bunch of their studios onto that. Yep. Like uh, Criterion, so they can't work on their new racing game? hmm uh, I think they might be working on the new Need for Speed, so they put that on hiatus so they can get Battlefield out this year. Yeah, pretty much. Hopefully this works out because that looks like a ridiculous game. Having all this weather shit going on that looks like it'll create some fun Battlefield moments that we haven't really seen in a Battlefield game in a while.
1: Yeah. Genuinely.
0: Yeah, so they are still going to be doing their open beta. They just don't know when yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, they have uh, pushed that about two months from now. Yep. So hopefully that uh, works out for them. Uh, let's see, also being delayed, Dying Light 2, that was supposed to be December 7th, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we noted, there's like that seems like a date, so it's like the last possible part of the year. You can put it out. Still uh, be happy as a 2021 release. Yeah. It seems like that was not good enough. Nope. Uh, it's now coming out February 4th, 2022. Just... Mm. It set said on getting right in there and that all that chaos in February, uh, except right at the beginning of the month. Mm-hmm. So yet another delay. I guess mm. now the third year it's been scheduled to release in. Yep. Uh, I think it was 2020, then 2021, and now 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, right in the way uh, with... Elden Ring releasing just before it, Sifu, mm-hmm. Horizon Forbidden West, Rainbow Six Extraction, uh, yeah. Pokemon Legends, Arceus, and the next expansion for Destiny 2,
1: releasing mm-hmm.
0: in that January to February time frame. Mm-hmm. I hope that works out for them. Yeah, I hope. Who knows? The the gameplay they show looked pretty neat, but... hmm but I mean, so, they've
1: delayed this game a few times already, haven't they?
0: Yeah, it's been... It was initially a spring 2020 release. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be about two years later than that. Yeah. So, not been great, especially when you have... uh, What is it? Chris Avalon was one of the main faces of the game who got outed as a uh, major asshole creep. Yeah. Mm So it's been a great development cycle for this game. Hopefully, the last uh, year or so, since whenever they last had him involved, has been much better. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, I think that was the, I think it was at the last physical Microsoft E3 showcase. Yeah. It's at 2019. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a 2020. So that was also the year that they had Keanu Reeves on there. Mm-hmm. So that's a hell of a thing. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. let's, that's it for the delays this week. Mm-hmm. But as we keep going, we'll see how many other games coming out this fall will still land, which ones will not. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for let's talk some good news. Tales of Rise uh mm-hmm. came out was that two weeks ago? It uh, well, was the 10th?
1: Yeah, it was uh, that? I forgot that I got mine like at Thursday, so <laughs> Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, that game has been doing surprisingly well. Uh, seems mm-hmm. like already it has surpassed 1 million copies sold. Yeah. Uh, as uh, Bandai Namco has announced. Uh, it's great because that series has been around for a very long time and has not really had a Critical success. Uh, uh, at and, least uh, not in the West. Yeah, and there was uh, Symphonia was kind of the I think it was Symphonia, right, on the, the GameCube. Yeah, that was yeah, the, that was sort of like the 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 first like impressive. big big yeah. game in the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still fairly niche. Uh, yeah, And a cup they had a. What was Vesperia that was the Xbox 360 exclusive one?
1: Yeah, that recently also got a remaster.
0: Yeah, that was like... That one also got high watermarks, but it was also only on Xbox. So, Mm -hmm. not a great place to go for a JRPG. Uh, But this one seems like it's... Especially because it's been five years since the last one, has been kind of the one that's uh, pushed it over the edge. Mm -hmm. Like the Steam... A concurrent player count had it pretty high uh, as of the launch week. Which yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. I'm not sure where it's at now. And then right now, it's not doing so well, but I mentioned a lot of the people played it. hmm. Also, it's still a Tails game, so there's DLC yeah. that increases your XP. Uh, earnings and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, that has been I think since the the 360 versions. Yeah, came out.
1: And I'm pretty sure there's going to be like a DL, like a DLC camp expansion campaign at some point.
0: Yeah, um, this seems like the the most exciting release in yeah. maybe like twenty thirty years. Yeah, uh, uh, twenty years. Uh part so, of the reason it's doing, and part of part of the reason
1: it's doing so well is because Namco is cuz uh Bandai Namco actually took the uh the uh time to actually advertise the friggin' thing in the west. Yeah. Like and... that was one of the big issues in the past is that because they considered it a niche thing, they didn't really put any money into actually, you know, telling people this game existed. Well, they actually did the bare minimum of actually advertising the thing and it actually worked.
0: And it's released worldwide at the same time.
1: Mhm. Also out. it doesn't have Denuvo. So that's uh it runs like a dream on PC, you know, if, if your PC is not a potato like mine, but
0: yeah, don't have to deal with that stupid DRM shit. <laughs> yeah, so there's uh there's that that is uh, good news for uh, the series that has had a lot of entries, but not mm-hmm. a ton of success to put it in the you know, in the same realm as you know Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest, mm-hmm. uh, those sorts of series that maybe critically you could compare it to, but mm. uh, success wise maybe not so much mm-hmm. yeah, so there's that, so that's good to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a new studio that has been formed by ex Ubisoft developers named, let me see, Nesting Games, mm-hmm. based in Quebec, Canada. Yep. Now it's co ownership by Italian publisher Digital Bros. Mm. Uh, yeah, established in August by former Ubisoft employees. Uh, decided to make their statement here to essentially say uh, fuck Ubisoft style games. Yep. Uh, we we want to go back to creating RPGs that are focused on immersion, great characters, powerful storytelling, and strong gameplay. We are moving away from the massive open-world model, full of icons to clean up and returning to experiences that are content-driven and ultimately respect the player's time. Yeah. Whether you play our games for 30 minutes or a two-hour session, what you will get is always interesting content and a gratifying experience. Yeah. And yeah, the, uh, the CCO, Jordan uh previously worked on Assassin's Creed Syndicate in Odyssey, mm-hmm. lead game designer on those. Yep. Uh, so that makes uh, a lot of sense, because Odyssey was very much a icon barf game. Same with Syndicate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Odyssey is more so yeah, much. having just mission generators, infinite mm-hmm. missions if you wanted to. Yep. But yeah, they have uh, other people worked on Prince of Persia, Splinter Cell, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and Immortals Phoenix Rising. So, yeah, that's uh nice to see some people getting out of the Ubisoft uh, family and finding a way to make the games they want to make, because Ubisoft yeah. it's not really allowing for that kind of stuff. No, they
1: basically created,
0: yeah, they basically
1: Ubisoft has created this, formula that they're basically forcing basically all of their developers to follow that it's so much so that it's literally degenerated to the point where you could quite literally like cut and paste just about every every aspect of every game they put out in the last ten years, and they wouldn't really change all that much, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, they're all still filled with this, you know, enormous overworld that's mostly empty, except for a bunch of symbols that you have to go take care of.
0: And yeah, and that's about it. Yeah. Pretty uh, much kind of the uh, endless game kind of narrative, almost like they're making open world versions of sports games, but not on a yearly cycle. Mm hmm. Or you can at least understand that because they're working on the game, you know, nine months a year,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, but here they're working on it, you know, two or three years, mm-hmm. and so the only thing that really changes is story stuff, pretty much. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, let's get to another big story year. The uh, Little Big Planet servers have been down for quite a while due to hacks that have been yep. going on. Uh, they have been working on that stuff for a while now, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, have sort of come to the cl- conclusion to announce that uh, most of the game's servers are shutting down. Yeah, uh, as they say here. Hello, firstly, we would like to apologize for the extended downtime of the Little Big Planet server, and want to thank you all for your patience whilst we work on this issue. Good news is we have just launched game update one point two seven and brought the Little Big Planet server. And all 10 million plus community levels back online for PlayStation 4 users. Unfortunately, we need to permanently mm-hmm. shut down our online services for Little Big Planet, Little Big Planet 2, Little Big Planet 3 yeah. on the PS3, and Little Big Planet PS Vita. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have no doubt that this news will come as a big disappointment to a lot of you. Ultimately, it's the best way to protect the Little Big Planet community and to help ensure that our online environment remains safe. Thank you for being a wonderful mm-hmm. community. And for your continued love and support of all things, Sackboy. Yeah. So yeah, kind of a a sad way for this to go. Uh, But at least with that PS4 version of LBB3, mm-hmm. uh, you have access to all the levels made in 1 and 2, as yeah. well as 3, so you can still access that stuff. Hopefully they are better on the security front. I hope. Uh, for the future. So it'd be a shame to lose all those levels. Completely. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah, so there's that. Uh let's see. And the last one here is an update on the Activision Blizzard shit show. Which is As... ongoing and shows no signs of stopping. Yeah, so Activision Blizzard employees, represented by the A Better ABK worker group, filed a lawsuit against the publisher with the National Labor Review Board. Yesterday, as a gotta be Monday, accusing it mm-hmm. of union busting. Sort of adding on yep. to the the shit that's been going on with the the widespread sexual harassment, discrimination. Mm-hmm. Uh, as they say, Activision Blizzard management is using coercive tactics to attempt to prevent its employees from exercising the rights to stand together and demand a more equitable, sustainable, and diverse workplace. Yeah. Uh, if the NLRB rules in our favor, the ruling will be retroactive, and we will set a president that no, work, uh, no worker in the U.S. can be intimidated out of talking about forced arbitration. Yeah. Uh, according to the complaint, Activision Blizzard told employees, quote, they cannot communicate with or discuss ongoing investigations of wages, hours, and working conditions, has leveraged its social media policies, quote, surveillance, and employee, quote, interrogations to try and punish employees for engaging in worker activity that's protected under federal law. hmm Yeah. Yeah. So uh, keep in
1: mind, they're also doing this while doing like some perform- performative bullshit in the games. Um, recently they started uh redoing some of the, shall we say sexier, naughtier background art and stuff that, and character art that was in the original version. Uh,
0: uh, while at the same time doing all this bullshit. Yeah, though I think I don't know if the the dev teams are necessarily doing that on behalf of the the corporate people, mm-hmm. or if they're just trying to do what they can to uh, fix things on their ends within the games. But, be, but
1: at the to- at the moment, it just kind of comes off as yeah, just a, a little. Performative, you know. I hate to use the word the the phrase virtue signaling because it's so disgust disgustedly taken out of proportion. But you get what I mean, right?
0: Yeah. I just always find it kind of a weird thing to make the actions of the developers in sort of updating their games as a. Part of the corporate wing, yeah. Like PR for the corporation itself, yeah. Or it's like those are the the underlings of the the development teams. Yeah,
1: that's understandable.
0: But like if there was some leak of you know mandates from corporate to do this stuff, then I could see it. Yeah. But I don't think I've seen anything on that level.
1: Yeah, it's probably there. We just hadn't seen it yet.
0: But, yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So there's your bad Activision Blizzard news for the week. But that's kind of next it. week. Yeah, tune in next week as we almost
1: certainly will have more.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Uh, and that's kind of it for the the news this week. There's not really a ton here. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Been more of a, a an onslaught of releases,
1: uh, yeah, trying to much.
0: siphon money out of your wallet if view are able to afford it or not. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's that. Well, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for uh, listening. Uh, feel free to yes. let uh, your friends and family know about the show. Yes, uh, let please. your enemies and random strangers know. Uh, they may not like you or know who you are, but maybe they'll enjoy the show. Yes, maybe they'll actually like us. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Uh, thank you to Brandon for joining me this week. Uh, we'll, be back. Yeah, we'll be back next week with a new slate of news. Hopefully uh, it'll be more substantial. Maybe we'll just have more yeah. games to talk about. God, I hope uh, so. <laughs> either way. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we will see you all next week. Have a good one.